Check it. The most music in the morning. Turn the beat up. Fully charged. Only on Spin 103.8. John Newman, uh, this is Tracy and Rachel from Fully Charged on Spin 103.8. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We are delighted to actually finally have you on our show. We've been playing your song now all summer, Song of the Summer, with... Um, um, <laughs> I've been singing the song all day. Now come back down here. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down here. I need to know now. No, no. You can love me. I've been singing the song all day. Now the, the title's just going out of my head. So I would call it the song of the summer. I'm, I'm still not going to tell you what it is. So this whole interview can Love go me on. again. Oh, I thought you didn't there know you it. Go. So does. whatever. Whatever. Oh, you're teasing me. We heard you were partying with Nelly last night. Tell us about that. It was cool. He's really nice. What were you guys doing? Did he have a plaster still on No. I think it healed. No. Do you know what he was wearing that plaster for? Do you know what that was for? I, can, I used to know the story. I can't remember anymore. The story was that he wore the plaster because his brother was in prison and he was going to wear that, that plaster. Was that was it, yeah. Until his brother got released. So, was he wearing the plaster last night? No. He's released. He's free. That's good. He's We've been playing your song all summer and also we love your stuff with Rudimental as well. I went to see Rudimental on Monday. They are crazy on stage. Mad, are they? Did you go on tour with them at all, or what did yeah, you do with lots. them? I did a year with them. Like, they were my life for a year, and it was incredible. Like, but <laughs> I was left in a mess after it almost. I mean, I'm sure you got a preview of, of how crazy it is every night with them guys, and and it really is. It's like their performances are mild, like. But it's cool, it's like a big family just vibing out on stage, it's cool. Like, that's what Pierre said, he said it's like a family. He kind of compared to something like Fleetwood Mac or, you know, the Family Stone or something yeah. like that. Is it like that? Do, are you really good friends and yeah, no, jam no. together? We're, we're, we're like brothers and especially like me and Piers, we, we were living together. And, and he's played in my band for ages and stuff. And then, and Kezi as well, we've grown really close. And, and we did, and like, I wasn't very well and they kind of were there through that. And, and we've been through quite a lot together as in terms of we were absolutely nobody's just chilling they, they were all teachers I was working in a bar and then we wrote a song <laughs> and it was like Piers do something on a keyboard or was it you at lyrics or how did it come about I can remember driving in the car and I just turned around and went and yeah and then we just went back and, and our friend was going through a really hard time at that moment but I leave lyrics till last and we'd kind of got this chorus and this vibe together and then I wanted to write a song that was basically the alter ego of my friend if he was to say it and, and basically how he was like explaining his story and telling how, how what a mess he's in but then the alter ego of him that I'm giving him kicks in in the chorus and says I'm not giving in and, and how in the future he'll be fine and stuff like that and, and the amazing thing I was like Max he's called he's so, clo- he's so close to me and Piers and and um I, when I started coming off the rudimental tour, I was just doing Feel the Love at the end. I stopped doing Not Giving In so the other singer could start doing Not Giving In until he finally started doing Feel the Love as well. And um, I was watching the gig with Max and I just waited till the perfect moment to turn around and say, this is about you. And it was just like, it felt so, so amazing because I wanted to wait until the point where the song was right for him as in... I'm not giving in, but he actually meant something now, and he wasn't just in a bad state, you know. Well, like, he he cried, he, he was like, he blew it? his mind, and, and that's what I wanted, because, I don't know, I don't know, it, it means a lot to us, so. Aww. It's a really sentimental song. Now, your album's coming out on Monday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what can be. people expect from it? And it's, It is a breakup album. I went through a really bad breakup about a year ago, and I don't know, I needed to express it into music, and just... 
Can I ask you about your health? And the reason why is that when doing research on you, I didn't realise the trouble that you went through when some songs were just being released with... Is this true about a brain tumour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me about today's health. I'm like, well, well, today's health, you're finding with so Nelly. Bad right now. That's a different thing altogether. That is called hungover. We've no sympathy for that. What there's two of us in this. There's that approach, and then there's that approach. Like, though, in all seriousness, though, you went through a bit of a scare. Yeah, it was mad. Like, I started going blind, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm fine. Like, just, when you say blind, like, no, like, like blind, you... like, as in, I couldn't see anything there or there. The tumour basically stretched them so much that they couldn't control my eyes anymore. And I just lost loads of vision and couldn't see anything and I couldn't focus on anything. And it's so scary to get that. To go from, no, I just need some glasses, to you've got a tumour. It was like, what are you on about? Like, in a matter of a week, I think it was. And sure enough, they did an MRI scan and I had a tumour the size of an egg when it should, um, at the bottom of my brain in my pituitary gland and it should have been... So did have to go and take it out? And yeah, yeah, I got it taken out from my nose, which is really weird, like from the what? bottom. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't know, it was so scary for me. And like, never did it make you think of life in a different yeah, way? Yeah, no, no, massively. As soon as I got out there, I was on a plane to Mallorca, I was promoting that single, Feel the Love. And I haven't had a day off since, like, I'm loving it. And Your voice is very smoky and it has such an older feel to it. Um, did you cultivate that or when did you discover that your voice was so distinctive? I was about to get deep is. again, but um, basically I was... It was kind of like a pop, straight voice, and and it's probably come from smoking as well, but... <laughs> but, like, now when I do the weird little... You know, it's like, <laughs> that's just progressed from me sulking on tracks almost, but I think that also took its toll as well. I read somewhere that someone compared your voice to a ghost... You to a goat, that. that was me. Yeah. Was it, you compared your own voice Well, to I just thought, do you know what? Because when I first did the rudimental track, everyone started saying stuff like that, so I thought, I'll just go.